The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. thought about why people act the way they do? Why are some people more difficult to deal with, while others are always pleasant? Let's find out together. Welcome to Human Behavior. What a trip. Your host is Dr. Jonathan Brower. Our program combines expert guests with people just like you who have questions or comments. We'll have fun exploring human behavior. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jonathan Brower. Hello, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower with Human Behavior. What a trip. And we have a nice trip and a nice presentation today. Mrs. Nancy Harper is going to uh, share helpful hints and tips for parents whose kids are stressed by problems in school or, or home. She'll explain why teaching kids how to deal with these negative issues now can give them skills that will help them through college, careers, and their whole lives. A former teacher, Nancy has seen all types of childhood and adolescent angst. She'll talk to us about these matters, and we'll have a nice uh, time with her. And I want to say hello to you, Nancy. Hi. Well, hi, Dr. Browers. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Okay, good. So um, you're very much involved with life skills for adults and children. And you've yes, been, I am. Uh, yes, and you've been... Uh, in the academic world for 31 years, and you have lots of experience. So uh, why don't you begin by telling us how you came became involved in the interest of life skills for children and adults. Um, I guess when I really became involved was my undergraduate was in physical education. Uh-huh. And I got to watch how kids interacted during play. Yes. And that was very educational to me. And then I was asked to come up to the high school and be a dean of students. And I said, why me? What a, you know, and they said, we like your relationship with kids. Uh-huh. So I went up there and when you have to hand out discipline to kids and tell their parents, about why you are suspending them or putting them in school. Wow, that's a tough decision. So I've been in situations where I have had to be very confrontive with parents about things their kids have done wrong. Yes. And, you know, and that, oh, did that ever teach me a lot? <laughs> yes. So I... I, then I went into guidance and counseling, and then I got my um, I got a master's degree so that I could go ahead and and do counseling on the side. And so after I retired from teaching, I started my own private practice. Well, uh-huh. then yeah. I started doing. Um, they asked me at Ball State University to come and teach life skills to athletes. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. And I'm going, whoa, athletes, if they've been participating in athletics, they should know about, you know, life skills. Well, I was, again, amazed at even though they had been competitive, they didn't know how to transfer the skills they learned in athletics into life. Yes. So that was my job. Yes. And so then, as I did the PowerPoint slides and everything, I developed this workbook. And I loved, I taught that class for 10 years at Ball State. And Uh I absolutely loved it because I was able to keep it simple. And I think, Jonathan, that's where we've gotten so far away from the simple, basic stuff of life. Yes. Right. So what are some of the keeping it simple ways you did it? What did you actually do with these students, these athletes? Okay. Well, what I started out with was I started out with just telling them that through the semester we were going to go on the road of life. Uh huh. And on this road of life, you have to know certain skills. And yes. the first one was about decision making. Okay. Yes. I think that parents can even help their kids by talking to them about the decisions they have to make every day. Yes. And call it what it is. Yes. So, so then, many of so if, many of these it, excuse me. So pardon. many of these student athletes didn't get that help from their parents, now they're getting it from you. Right. That's yes. right. And then that's why the ISHA or no, I'm sorry, NCAA yeah. They make um, all Division One schools have a life skills program. Yes, and and it's very needed because I'm I learned in those in the last ten years how little they know how to transfer what's going on in the daytime into just like decision making and yes. how much stress affects their decision making and 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 that kind of stuff. I have a question for you. So sure. were, you, were you the originator of the life skills program that got going for the MC2A? No, I was not. I see. They, they have a CHAMPS life skills program, and in most Division One schools, what they do is they bring the athletes in on Saturday, have um, feed them, and then give them a motivational speech. Yes, yeah, so it was very cursory. It wasn't very thorough. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's why here at Ball State, they offer uh-huh. this as a two-hour class. Uh-huh. So it w- I had them every week, and those kids were, you know, they were amazed at my simplicity of the skills yes. and yet making it clear what athletics has really taught them about yes. life. So I, I'm imagining that these young athletes... Uh, very quickly were very appreciative of you and that you were helping them and that they had very strong, warm feelings towards you. Oh, it it did. I mean, because, yes. again, it was simple. Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah. the, the other thing was that even if your hearing audience should happen to order my workbook, I have worksheets at the end of every chapter. And the yes. worksheets are very uh, specific to each individual. 
there, I couldn't hurt. The grading was easy because if they filled out the sheet, uh, it was so subjective that I couldn't say, well, now that's right and that's wrong. Yes. <laughs> so they got A's, uh-huh. you know, because they came and they would admit they just, they loved it. Yes. The other thing I liked, Jonathan, about them was as we did it so simple, all right, and kept it simple, uh-huh. I loved them telling me their stories. Yes, I agree. It's great oh. to hear people's stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is. And then it, it is just amazing what that does for other kids in the group that, that happen to be there. Yes. You know, if one girl is a golfer. Yes. She had gone through cancer as a six-year-old. Oh, my. See what I mean? Yes. And, you know, what did she learn from that experience as far as, you know, decision-making, as far as relationships? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So that's that's one thing I think parents, you know, can, can do is to incorporate other people's stories when they're talking to their kids. Yes. So and, before we go, before we go through, before we go, yeah, before we continue, would you like to uh, mention the name of your life skills book and how people can find it? Right. The name of my life skills book is called Life Skills, Essential for Personal Growth on the Ever-Changing Road of Life. Okay. And it can be ordered through Amazon. Uh-huh. or through um, Author House. That's who published my book here in Bloomington. I am talking to you from Muncie, Indiana. Yes. So in it's Bloomington, cool. Indiana, that's where I had my workbook published. And it's it's a workbook. It's yes. not something that you have to, you know, read. It's just factual, yes. subjective information. Yeah. So uh, yes. later on you can repeat this for people who might not have turned it tuned in okay. now. So getting okay. back to this uh, work with Ball State, uh, as I'm listening to you talk about it, it could make a good movie, actually. <laughs> really, yeah. really, all, all these young athletes who uh, are getting help from you and the dynamics that go on with each among themselves and with you, it could, it could be very interesting. So what are some right. of the specific ways you help them? Can you give some vignettes yeah. on how you... Okay. about helping individual uh, kids there? Okay. Well, at the university, when I I would help them by saying, you know, let's face it, was college what you thought it was going to be? Yes. Was playing sports what you thought it was going to be? How do you make those adjustments? You know, and and, you know, just think of all of the adjustments a college kid has to make when they leave home. Yes. And so I I make it really simple for them to, you know, think about their decisions. And then what about relationships? You know, what about conflict? What if you have a, you know, a conflict with your coach? How do you handle that? Yes. Did you also work with them regarding their study habits and their ability to uh, focus on their classes? Okay. I touch on that because I touch on success and failure and goal setting uh-huh. and change and time management. But yes. see, at Ball State, they have to have um, study table. 
four hours, yeah. you know. And yeah. so they're forced into doing that. So I spent uh-huh. more of my time, instead of focusing on study habits, focusing on the decision, are you going to do it or not? Yes. <laughs> You've got an assignment. Now, are you going to put it off? And then, oh, my gosh, Jonathan, one of the biggest problems with kids is procrastination. Yeah, well, actually, that's a pretty big thing for a lot of people, <laughs> adults yeah. as well. Yeah, you're right about that. And what then I, yeah. we, we went into, oh, a huge, you know, discussion about why do you procrastinate? And then I love to do examples, okay? Yes. So after that particular class was over, I told them, I said, okay, now, before you leave, I want you to stand up and turn around, and I want you to smack the seat where you've been sitting, and you leave your procrastination on that seat. Uh-huh. And so when you leave this classroom, you're no longer a procrastinator. Yeah. And, and that, don't come that back and sit well? in the seat again. <laughs> yeah. So they liked that idea? It oh, to they work? loved it. Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They they loved it when I, when I did that. But, you know, it's just... I, I love those simple ways of, you know, making them, pointing something out to them. But that procrastination, that is huge. Yes. That is huge. And like you said, even for adults. Yes. Yeah. So it, sound, it sounds like when you're working with these kids, you have a playful, fun way to do it, and they seem to enjoy that. I do. I truly do. I yeah. I like to make people laugh, you know, yes. and, and and I like to make it interesting and fun and part of just being human. I'm not afraid to show yes. my humanistic character. <laughs> yeah, we're coming up for a break. We'll be back in about 90 seconds. Okay, no problem. Okay. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Legal Shield. Total Access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Your life, your health. 
your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip. Hi, I'm Jonathan Brower here, back with Nancy Harper, who's uh, giving us a wonderful treat on how she works with kids and adults regarding life skills. And if any of you do have a question or comment you want to make to me and or Nancy Harper, you're welcome to do so. So, Nancy, getting back to your work, you also um, have spent quite a bit of time working with kids in the younger years of school, right? Yes, I do. I, In fact, one high school hired me just this year to come to school during the daytime, one day a week, and I would talk with kids who and were bullies. I yes. was counseling the bullies themselves. Uh-huh. And it was very interesting because, you know, when I, I did that for two years with a couple of the kids, uh-huh. and over that two-year period, you know, as I listen to them talk about their home life. Yes. Well, I know where they learned how to be bullied. <laughs> yes, one or more of their parents. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. Or, yeah. And yes. so it was It was a very interesting experience. Now, this coming year, I'm going to be working with a youth opportunity center where first offenders get sent to the court system. Uh-huh. And then the court system is going to suggest that they come to my life skills class. Yes. And, you know, and I hope then, but I told that system, I said, I will not only counsel the kids. I will have to see the parents too. Good. And and we, you and I both know, as we've worked with adolescents, how that is so necessary. Yes. Because a lot of times, you know, Things in our world, Jonathan, you know this, have changed so much. Yes. Kids, that the parents can't hardly keep up with it. I know. And the, and the parents uh, shrink and try to avoid it, pretend it's not happening. Right. Exactly. And, you know, quite honestly, you know, I don't blame them for being afraid. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, but, some of the bullies can be extra- extraordinarily dangerous. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. And so... Consequently, you know, it's just how do we teach them, you know, how to handle, you know, this situation. And and one of the things that I have learned and I've used in my counseling practice is the three skills every kid needs to know before they leave home. And one of them is how to read social situations. Yes. Now, we can use their experiences at school in teaching them how to do that. Uh-huh. Okay? If somebody makes fun of them, all right, that's a social situation. Somebody's made fun of you. Now, what decision are you going to make? Are you going to believe what they say? Yes. You know, are, are you going to re- react or yes. are you not going to react? Yes. So those that's 
a, a skill that I think, you know, that they, that everybody needs is how to read a social situation. Yes. Just think in our life, Jonathan, how much we've had to use that. That's, yes, and, and some people are very low on being able to read social situations. I know, I know, but think how important it is. Oh, yeah, definitely it is. It is. You mentioned, three, that, you mentioned three factors. One is reading social situations. What are the other two? Okay, the other one is managing emotions. Uh-huh. Okay, now, that is one thing. Let me go back to my athletes. Okay. At least my athletes, through athletics, have learned how to, they can get mad, but they can't show it sometimes. Now, if they do, they get kicked out of the game or whatever. Right, they can have their angry impulses, but they're not allowed to act it out. Exactly. So yes. that's why athletics is it is a great teacher yes. for managing emotions. Yes. Okay? And and then the third thing is we need to teach them how to solve a problem. Yes. And And we don't do enough of that. And many of these problems are interpersonal problems. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what do you do? You know, do you do you react to an interpersonal problem or do you just not react and think it through? Because sometimes we have so much impulsivity in yes. our society yes. that we don't know how to handle emotions and we don't know how to solve problems without yes. emotion. Yes. In, in recent years, uh-huh. uh, I have seen... Uh, videos on the internet and elsewhere where uh, teenage girls are fighting each other. Uh-huh. Literally, you know, hitting each other and pulling hair and trying mm-hmm. to hurt each other. And when I, when I was a kid in the uh, 50s and 60s, uh-huh. this, never, this never took place. Right. But it seems to and be happening more mm-hmm. now. Well, when I was the dean of students... You know, we had lots of girl fights. Girls uh-huh. are so, they're just so easily irritated. Yes. And if you say one thing, they, they, they are too sensitive and they overreact. Yes. That is very true about females. Yes. Now, if we look at males, you know, they may not be as easily irritated and uh-huh. as sensitive, but you keep it going, and then they're going to react, see? Yes. But girls are, they're, they're oversensitive. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when, you, so when you're a, a counseling program, when you're seeing parents, uh-huh. do you have, are the children in the same room with the parents as you're dealing with parents, or do you see the parents separately? No, I try to see everybody together. Good. And because I want the kids... I want them to feel safe yes. that they can finally talk about this, and then I want the parent, you yes. know, to feel like they can, you know. And I'll tell you what, you can tell by the way I talk, Johnson, I'm very confrontive. Good. <laughs> I don't hold anything back. And then do uh, most of the parents uh, come to the uh, conclusion that they need to change their ways that they are... Exactly. Uh, Hurtful to their children? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, today, in with the divorce situation yes. and, you know, kids deciding, making decisions on, 
I don't want to see my dad anymore, yeah. you know, then that causes a whole new set of problems. Yes. And so one of the things that I have going for me is the school situation where I was a teacher first and then I became a counselor. Because uh-huh. when I have found that in my counseling practice, parents don't know about schools. They don't know how to handle it. And if they're called in on a discipline situation, it's intimidating to them. Yes. And they they don't know how to handle the intimidation because there's more adults there than there are, you know, the parent. Oh. Yes. So then I will go to school. I will go to those situations uh-huh. so that I can be an advocate for that parent, but yes. yet at the same time still accept what the school has to offer. Yes. As far as the discipline is concerned. Yeah. So uh, these parents who once once upon a time were uh, children. Oh yeah. And, and they had parents who. Uh, uh, were hard on them, uh-huh. they then take the idea in their head that when they, if they go to school for these problems, that uh-huh. it's going to be like it was when they were kids. Their, their parents <laughs> scold them. Now the principal or the teacher is going to scold them. Oh, I know. And they end up being afraid of the process rather than buying into it. Exactly. Over time with That's you. That's exactly right, Jonathan. They buy That's into ex- it, yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. exactly right. Because... Kids are so different today. Kids, we used to have some fear, and it was a it was a good fear. Okay. Yes, a realistic These kids uh, don't have fear. Any. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, they have none. They don't have any fear. You're saying? No, kids don't have any fear today. No, because of all of the violence that they see on TV, in those video games. The norm is has, to be uh, hurtful and dangerous. Yeah. 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 When we saw it, we thought, whoa, I don't want that to, you know, to happen to me. Yeah. When I was, when I was a kid in school, I just wouldn't uh, hang out with the bullies. I would just ignore them and uh-huh. you know, go away. Uh-huh. But there was a certain amount of fear, but it wasn't, I never got in any fights or anything like that. No, no. But now these but days, think, they're more likely to yeah. be fighting. Well, I think that some fear is is necessary. Oh, definitely. You know, we, we have to know what, you know, to do with it, you know, and, and to, and then another thing is, is they act like they have a lot of confidence, all right? Yes, yes. But they don't. And much of that is, is a facade, of course. Yeah, they don't have it. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's the youngest age group that you worked with regarding these life skills in schools? Um, usually seventh grade, seventh I grade see. on up. Uh huh. And then, oh, oh, Jonathan, I had another job that was absolutely awesome, what was and that, that? was uh, I taught life skills to inmates at the Delaware County Jail for three years. And how did that go for you and them? Oh, my gosh. It was wonderful. Uh-huh. I learned a lot about life. Oh, that I didn't even know. Okay. <laughs> what kinds of uh, issues put these people in uh, in prison? 
Okay. Any, anything they, from a murder to uh-huh, everything. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing that they never, that they didn't learn how to do, and yes. that was take responsibility for their behavior. And then after working with you, they started doing that. They would take responsibility. Some of them would, yes. Good. Because when they're in there, they yes. always are blaming somebody else. Yes. And again, here we are with managing emotions. That one thing we have to take with us into adult life because yes. they they don't know how to manage their emotions. So when these this, prisoners were when, always, when these prisoners were working with you, uh-huh. did you find yourself afraid of any of them? No, because no. there was always enough people, men in there or men or women in there who respected me enough. Uh-huh. that they would protect me, so I wasn't afraid. Oh, that's good. They wouldn't let somebody, you know, try to beat up on me or whatever. And I was gentle. Yes. But yet, you know, you can, you've can you done this yourself, Jonathan. You're gentle, but you can still get your point across. Yes. So for some of these prisoners, you were their um, surrogate mom, uh-huh. and they wanted to protect you because you were being kind to them and helping them. That's exactly right. Yeah. And then, it, having been in the same county with kids I had at school, then when they got in there, <laughs> oh, that yeah. was a riot. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, Mrs. Harper, you're never going to get out of my life, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a very interesting experience because I had to help them understand how they had to be responsible for their actions uh-huh. and their decisions that they make. And, uh, and did you stay in mm-hmm. touch with some of these prisoners once they were released from prison? Uh-huh. I stayed in touch with some of them, yes. Good. Oh, yeah. And this one woman that I've stayed in touch with, okay, uh-huh. um, she is now starting up a halfway house here in Muncie just because of what I had taught them I used the scripture of The Purpose Driven Life. Uh huh. You know that book, The Purpose Driven Life. And I uh, used that as a focus. What is your purpose in this life? That's a good question for everybody. Yeah. And so now she is starting this halfway house and she is in touch with me all the time. Oh my gosh. It's great. So you worked with both male and female prisoners? Male and female prisoners, right. Did you find any difference overall in them, or were they pretty much the same? Pretty much the same. They did not know how to be accountable. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just It's just sad because they had, you know, their lifestyle was such that either they were had to defend, had to defend for themselves or just didn't have anybody who knew how to make them accountable. Yes. Well, we're coming up to another break for about 90 seconds. All right. And we'll come back in about a minute and a half or so. Okay. All right. Real Life Solutions. Voice America Health and Wellness. Legal Shield. Total Access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. 
Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower, and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Human Behavior What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to human behavior. What a trip. Hi, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower back with Nancy Harper. And Nancy's talking about different ways that she helps children uh, with life skills and also adults. And before we continue, Nancy, why don't you mention the name of your book and how people can find it if they want to buy it? Okay. Thank you, Jonathan. My The name of my workbook is Life Skills, Essential for Personal Growth on the Ever-Changing Road of Life. And it can be uh, bought through Amazon. It's pretty cheap, actually. It's sixteen ninety five. That's a good deal. Bought through Amazon and okay. or Author House. I also, Jonathan, have a website. And it's just HarperLifeSkills.com. Good. So if people want to go to that and see more about me and, and look at some other topics that are covered in the workbook, that would be great. They can also check, uh, email you, and now you have my email address, so you can um, send those to me, okay? Okay. Why don't you mention right. your email address again to everybody? Okay. My email address is in. J as in Joe Harper at Comcast.net. NJ okay. Harper at Comcast.net. Okay. So it's N I N then J? No. It's N as in Nancy. Oh, N, N, N I see. N J Harper, yeah. Yes. Yeah, at that's Comcast. my name. Nancy okay. Joe. Right. Okay, great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so getting back to what we've been discussing, um, you mentioned that you wanted to talk about Risk, risk-taking adventure that some kids partake in? Right. I, I like to 
also discuss in my presentation about life skills is about taking risks. And, and, what, and what kind of what, risks do you have in mind? Well, okay, the, you can take a risk by deciding to do an assignment or not doing it. Uh-huh. Okay, what's the consequences if you, if you decide not to do it? That's a risk. And yes. procrastination is a risk. Yes. You know, going out for athletics is a risk. Now, look at what you can learn from taking a risk. Yes. And look, and then, then it gives you an opportunity to talk about failure. Oh, is that ever a part of life? Yes. We haven't even talked about that, Jonathan, about how important failure is. Yeah, it's very important. It doesn't mean it's the end. It just means there's other opportunities out there. Yes. And so, so failure is very important. Um, one other subject that I cover in my workbook that I think is very important is forgiveness. Yes. And that is something every family has to deal with. And I think it needs to be talked about more in the family situation. What do you do with stuff that makes you mad? What do you do with people? you know, who have hurt your feelings. Yes. What do you do? What, you know, how should you handle this? Yes. And it is so important, Jonathan, because, you know, if they haven't been raised in the church, then they don't understand letting go. Yes. And so that's, that's something that is very, very important in how to teach a kid to let something go that just like, you talked about teachers that they don't like. Yes. You know, how do you make it through that class even though you don't like that teacher because there's no other choices? Yes. And so that's about forgiveness too, in a sense. You yes. Know? But when, you know, when parents have to go to school, you know, every kid and every adult has something in their head that happened at school that made them uncomfortable, okay? Yes. Then when you're a parent, you have to face that when you walk in that building. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And how do you face something that you really don't want to? Yes. And another I think that's another life lesson that is yeah. so important. Another big uh, risk-taking issue is how kids uh, use drugs in ways that are detrimental to themselves. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Is that ever easy for them? Oh, yes. it is just so incredible. And thank you for mentioning that because, you know, you have to talk with the kid about how easy it is to get them and how you can just pretend like you're not on them. And yes. parents sometimes don't know and what to look for as a parent. And what do you do as a kid if somebody says, hey, I can sell you a joint. Do you want, do you want one? You know, they have yes. to know how to handle those situations where they're confronted and say, hey, let's go yes. smoke pot tonight. Let's go drink beer tonight. Yes. And some of their parents are uh, abusing themselves with drugs also. Oh, exactly. And what you see is what you do. Yes. <laughs> Yes. 
So do you have success to some degree with parents who are using drugs in ways that are detrimental to them? And then then how are they going to be able to handle their children when the children use drugs? Yeah. What what do you do about that? Well, I have to tell them the truth is as long as they're doing that, what options do they have? Do as I say, not as I do? I don't think so. Yes. A A kid isn't going to believe that today. So you have to be realistic, parents, about what you're showing your kid because what are where are they learning from? They're right. learning from you. Yes. And they have to be, parents have to be accountable, whether it be alcohol or drugs. They yes. have to be accountable. And some of these parents really can't or, or won't change their ways. No. And then it ends up that their kids are on the same path they're on and it's a... Uh, well, what uh, really happens is yeah. if a parent is addicted to drugs and to alcohol, they don't want anybody else to know, so they tend to not be very strict parents. Yes. They give their kids everything they want, so they don't look like bad parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's so, a whole set of problems right there. Yes. So you also deal with uh, difficult teachers, and how that oh, yeah. translates to dealing with difficult bosses right. later in life. Why don't you speak about exactly. that for a bit? And, and I tell them, okay, the best thing to do is learn how to personally make the adjustment because this is going to be life. There are always going to be people that you like and don't like, and they may have what you need, and they may have the the paycheck you need, or they may have the grade and the credit that you need, and you better be aware of when you need something from somebody, then you're going to have to make some adjustments. They don't have to make adjustments to you. Yes. So what you're saying is the adjustment has to be made mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that you have to deal with reality. Exactly. Yes. Yes, you do. And you I would have imagine to deal for... with the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when you're working with these parents and the kids, uh-huh. how much time does it normally take on the average for them to come around and see your way of being about this? And, and I, usually, I usually run a class of eight weeks. I see. Yes. And then we go through the workbook, and, and, and usually in eight weeks, it, they're either going to get it or they're not. And the See? and during the eight weeks, this is for the children and the parents, or just the and children? the parent, yes, oh, and good. the parent. And you'll have several families working at the same time together. Yes, exactly. Oh, good. Exactly. That's really nice. Yes. So, several what's the what's the normal amount together. of uh, people you'll have in the class for the eight weeks? I'd like to keep it in um, sixteen or under. You know, sixteen people. Uh huh. Yeah, because then if it gets any bigger than that then they, they don't feel comfortable in stating what yeah. is really going on. And what yeah. uh, percentage of the people, of, the, of these 16 people in the group, what percentage of them tend to uh, want to get into the program and do it the right way? About half. Yeah. That's yeah. too bad that it can only be half, but it's, yeah. About the half, half you get is right. better than, than none. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other things I haven't covered today, and Johnson well, wait, we're, is very we're important, back to, is... We're, come, we're, we're coming back to another 
This is the last uh, segment. Okay. Segment. I think so. Okay. I wanted to talk about boundaries. Oh yeah, we'll do that as soon as we come back. Okay, that'll be fine. Okay. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health and Wellness. Legal Shield. Total access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower, and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip, with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip. Hi, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower, and I'm back with Nancy Harper. We're talking about boundaries right now with kids and adults. So, Nancy, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. You want to talk about boundaries? and t- t- So, go ahead. Okay. I wanted to talk about another aspect of my workbook, and that was on the chapter on boundaries. Uh-huh. Um, I think that um, as a family, as parents and kids, they need to understand what their boundaries are, even with the parent, because sometimes it becomes violent at home. Yes. And they need to have definite boundaries, and they need to know what they are and what is the expectation. Um, So many times, I think kids um, just, their attention span is very short, 10 minutes at the most. (laughs) And then they're ready to move on to something else. But if you write these things down, the boundaries they have, and place them somewhere in their room, 
on the bathroom mirror or whatever, then they have something that they can look at and remind them that there are boundaries in this family. Yes. And And we, I show respect for you and you show respect for me. The best time to talk to a kid is when nothing is going on and nobody's mad. (laughs) Yes. And and the parents have to have good boundaries too. Exactly. Don't, don't lecture during when you're mad as a parent and want to discipline. Yes. Okay? Talk when nothing else is when nothing else is going on. Yes. And that way then you're gonna have their attention and don't forget to be positive with them about some very uh good behavior that they're having. Yes. I think we tend as parents to see too much negative. Come on, kids are gonna be kids and they're going to be able to, they love any kind of a confidence builder and self-esteem. And that's what a parent is for. Yes. They have to build that kid's self-esteem before they ever leave home. And they also, the kids want from the parents uh, different aspects of being told how much they, they're loved. Oh, exactly. And a lot of people exactly. are uncomfortable talking about love, which is a... I know. That's exactly right. So that's another boundary that they're going to have to let go of. Yes. (laughs) Is, yes, I've got to show my kid love and respect. Yes. And, 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 you know, in our world today, you know, it's tough. It is really tough. And you, what you wanted me to mention about kids who get sick before school or say, I don't want to go to school anymore. Okay. Listen to those things. All right? And don't deny. But try again at some point when it's a good time to talk to them about what's going on. Yes. And then they will tell you. There's got to be somebody in your life or in their life that they will tell. They will mostly be afraid to tell parents those things. But maybe they aren't afraid to tell someone else someone else's mom or dad, because you've got to find out why they don't feel safe. Yes. it's it's, Actually, it's very sad and scary to feel Uh unsafe. Oh, it is. I mean, it's very hard on one's body and mind. Exactly. And even as adults. Yes. Again, remember that first thing that we have to do is to be able to read social situations. Yes. We know ourselves when we go in places whether or not we're going to feel safe or not. Yes. That's why you asked me in the jail, did I feel safe talking to those prisoners? Yes. See, so we have to learn to read. And yep. it would be interesting walking in, if a parent and the kids walk into McDonald's, oh, okay, what do you think about that couple over there? Are they happy? Yeah. What do you think about that? You just ask them and yeah. talk to them about what you're reading in someone. Yes. So that that has got to be a lesson that it's easy to learn, but you've got to ask them at the time when you're out and about. Right. Yeah. Just bring these so, things up in a, in a very open way. Exactly, so, so, in a very uh, open way. Uh, what do you do to find out if your ch- children feel safe at school? How do you find yeah. out? What, what, what are the things you would help the children and or the parents with? Okay. If they feel unsafe, okay, then I make an intervention with the school counselor, 
uh-huh. or with if they're an elementary school t- student, with the school mm-hmm. teacher. Uh-huh. I make I, I I go there with them so that because I've already established a relationship with the kid uh-huh. and I want to be able to help them so I go to school with them. Uh-huh. I go to case conferences for kids who are special needs. Oh yeah. I see, yeah. So and special need means helps, what? What kind of that means what special kind of, ed? Pardon me? That means special ed. They have learning disabilities. Yeah. Uh-huh. They have you know, all of those different things that classifies them as being a special student. Yeah. Now, some of these kids, uh, their main problem is having tremendous anxiety. Uh-huh. Exactly. And and depression. The two frequently overlap. Exactly. So, And uh, most I'm... medical doctors really don't like to um, give, them, um, give them medication. My yeah. favorite thing to do with kids is... They don't always know how, what to say when they're yeah. asked a question that they don't know how to answer. So I will go over some, some things that they can say. Just like if somebody comes up and said, you, that shirt's really ugly today. Okay. Yeah. I teach the kid to say, I really like this shirt. Please don't talk to me that way. Uh huh. I give them statements. I see. So you help empower them with the ways they I can speak up. I empower them with what to say. Yeah. And okay. and that would be helpful for parents too. Yeah, for everybody. Oh yeah. So one other yeah. way before we run out of time, uh, what do you do in terms of dealing with difficult teachers? Okay, then I will also explain because just the fact that I'm there and I've had a had teaching experience. That teacher's going to know that I know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if I'm there with that kid, that's going to say something powerful to that teacher. So what are that some I, of the ways that teachers get difficult? Well, they're overwhelmed with what it, the expectations of testing today. I see. Oh, they are incredibly overwhelmed. They're stressed out. Yeah, I mean, Where's their main job go? is to teach the... the uh, the, whatever the whatever the uh, topic is, yeah, or the grade is, and they're asked to do other, a lot of other things, which are unreasonable, and that's exactly right. And, and it d- dilutes go? their capacity to be helpful. It does, and yeah. stress goes downhill. Okay. Yes. So it it flows over to the kids. No wonder they don't feel so safe because that teacher is so stressed out. Yes. And could be grouchy, and you know just. It's it's difficult in public education today. Oh, yes, so difficult. Is. Yes. Yes. So, well, I have really enjoyed our time together as far as, you know, just talking about my book. I would like to encourage the listeners to go to my website, harperlifeskills.com. Even if you just typed in life skills, you'll find me in um, Yahoo or any of those Google. Okay. You know, you'll find me listed there as to the book and, and what it's all about. And okay. I would welcome any kind of comments um, through my email or whatever, you know. Okay. I really would. Very good. I hope I've been a help today. Oh, I yeah, hope you were great. Have... You were great, and hopefully the listeners got some ideas on how they can be helpful so. with their kids. I hope and, so. And uh, if any of them contact me regarding the books or other uh-huh. things, I'll be happy to... to uh, let you know about it. 
Yes, that would be great. That would be yeah. great because that's what that's my whole goal is to help people. Yes. And and just that that's just my goal in life. And yes. and it's worked for me so far and I'm going to continue doing it. Well, good. It sounds like yes. you uh are meaningful for a lot of these people and you're helping them in their lives. Well, and I that's, hope so. That's wonderful of you to do that. Yes. Yes. And I've and I've made some I've made some improvements in some of their lives. I truly have. I I've know. had other, um, in even my former students come yes. back to me for uh, counseling. And then I'm on Facebook, and so they're always in touch with me. See. Good. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we're coming to a close. Thank you so okay. much for being on the show. Oh, you are very welcome. Anytime. And we'll stay in touch, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs> That'll be great. Thank you. Okay, thank you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye. Thank you again for listening today. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Human Behavior, What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have fun experiencing your human behavior.